Khan from Newcastle. Morning, boys. Just a reminder, the 50th Koori knockout is on today and tomorrow at Bombardieri Sports Complex. All the games on one field are live on NITV. Some great football and plenty of current and former NRL players are playing, including uh, Latrell Mitchell. Mitchell's I think playing. Ben Barber's playing exactly, as well. Yeah. So you're right, Khan. It's w- certainly worth a mention. Down there on the south coast, some wonderful football at the Koori knockout. Speaking of former players, our next guest, he played in grand finals. He won grand finals. He knows what it means to win the decider. Peter Peters is on the line. Zorb, good morning. Are you pumped? Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Yeah, um, great time, isn't it? Um, mm. Boy, it comes around quickly. Uh, grand finals. And what a grand final this is. Uh, just before we get into that, a um, uh, special person listening to our show from up on the uh, Gold Coast today, the great Godfather of Manly, Ken Arfston. He turned 93 yesterday. Wow. I know you're listening, Arco. Uh, wish I could be there with you. And many, many of um, our listeners would be uh, reaching out to you today, just wishing you all the best. Zorba would have to be one of the greatest men ever involved in our game. Mm. Yeah, he, uh, he did so much for our game and uh, so much for the game at international level. Uh, wonderful administrator. Champion bloke, you know him, uh, Bulldog, you know what sort of a man he is. Yeah, you know, exactly. Great man, great game today. Um, you just mentioned, Bulldog, 83,000 will be at a core stadium today. It will be it will be a throbbing uh, uh, situation there just before kick-off and it will explode. But imagine if Queensland had secured the rights to the grand final of this battle of Sydney's West was played in Brisbane the howls of protest would be heard, heard on the moon. I mean, the game's shaping up <laughs> as a classic, but will it be? Parramatta's blue and gold army is bursting with pride, ready to explode after 36 years of waiting. The Eels are good, but they will need to be, they will need to be great to beat a team which is uh, better than good. Only great teams make three grand finals in a row. And uh, aren't they beautifully prepared by... Two great coaches, um, Brad Arthur. I'm just so thrilled that, that he's got his side of the grand final. Much maligned coach. He's loved by players everywhere he coaches. I remember he was um, assistant coach to Manly, at Manly, uh, to Jeff Toovey in 2013. And um, he he left the club after that to go to Parramatta. Um, and Manly tried desperately to keep him because the players senior players they were too, who had figured in grand finals, uh, wanted to keep him at the club. Um, and also Nathan Cleary, quietly spoken. What a wonderful uh, coach he's turned out to be. And um, he's got players leaving, coaches leaving because uh, of the system he set up at Penrith. And um, he'll, he'll survive that and they'll continue to go from strength to strength. But two wonderful coaches plotting um, both their sides' uh, game plans today. And I think an hour before the game, I believe a vital team selection um, still already made, but we don't know it yet. Uh, we'll have a big bearing on the game. Will Brad Arthur stick with Butterfingers, Wonga Blake on the wing? Or swap him with Bailey Simonson, who is much safer under the swirling bombs that Nathan Cleary will be sending down that side of the field? Blake looks like a nervous Nelly to me, and I don't know whether I'd be gambling him on that front at all. What about Nathan Cleary? Well, Mr. Cool of NRL coaches, as I said, 
and he used his tactic of the last month and used Mitch Kenny for the opening 20 minutes instead of starting with a crafty two-time premiership winner, Happy Colossal at number nine. I, I noticed that Clay Gower um, has come out today and um, and said that he wants Colossal to start the former Penrith Premiership hooker himself uh, um, has also um, raised that point. It's going to be interesting. I mm. I don't think they'll make the changes. I think they'll stick with the players and have players covering for them. Zorb, uh, you've just touched on Cleary v Arthur. Tactically, who wins? The more I see it, I think experience wins Bulldog. I, I just think the pressure... And people are saying Parramatta won't succumb to the pressure. But you can just see it in their fans. And that's going to spread to their players. They've tried hard this week. They've played golf. They've done things normally. Uh, but that expectation is going to be a heavy weight to carry onto that uh, grand final field um, for kickoff tonight at 7.30. Um, I like their forward pack, Parramatta. I think that that's going to be a real battle uh, in the forward, um, that's where the game's going to be won, and they're a chance because they're a big, strong, mobile pack. Um, you know, Campbell Gillard's in great form. So is Junior Paulo, Reed Marnie, also up Sean Lane though, and Isaiah Papalini in the second row are in sublime form, as is Ryan Madison. But then you've got the tough forward, Swall Penrith, um, Leota, Coruscant. Fisher Harris, Kickow, Mark, Joe. I mean, that's a battle that is really going to shake the foundations at a core stadium. And who wins that battle, I think, will will decide the game because then the backs will get their chance to open up. Mm. How how much can Parramatta blanket Cleary out of the game, stop him from controlling the game, getting to him early? That's going to be a job for Nathan Brown when he comes on. When will he come on? Will he start him? That's another uh, another uh, interesting scenario for this game. And um, what about Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses? They'll also be targeted by the Penrith defence. It's just intriguing. <laughs> the spines are fantastic. The game is just set up for a classic. I hope it becomes one uh, and, and that we can celebrate it for years to come. I think we will. With Penrith, I think they... Um, they're, they're a great side, as I mentioned. Parramatta, to me, are a very good side, but they're going to have to be better than that to wrest the crown from uh, from their neighbours up the highway. It's going to be great to watch. So we'll have Steve Bell on the show um, a little after the 9 o'clock news in New South Wales to talk about that great Parramatta era when they won four premierships in the 80s. But, of course, this morning there's... a a sad story in the Sunday Telegraph about one of his teammates, the great Ray Price. Or yes, it's 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 very sad to read these stories, which are, are coming with with a with a almost every week now mm. about players from that era and the issues troubling the Parramatta legend Ray Price, the extent of his dementia and his relationship to the era, uh, his relationship to the era he played in is a major issue hovering over the game and. It's, Comes on top of similar stories recently relating to former, relating to former great Steve Mortimer and more recently Mario Fennec. One wonders how many ex-players that don't have the ability um, via reputations to uh, uh, to get into the media to allow their problems to be discussed and, mm. and, and, and maybe some assistance for them 
uh, you know, what about the, the players in the bush that, that have played, you know, great numbers of games for their small towns and are revered in those towns uh, but suffer the same problems and don't get the publicity. I feel for them today, um, it's a horrible thing. Some of my great teammates and great friends uh, from the 70s and 80s are, uh, are in terrible trouble with dementia. and It is a major issue in the game and I see where we're looking at changing the um, the junior and um, and, and mini league um, um, rules in the game to try and you know halt this horrible trend. Mm. Zorb, the grand final this afternoon. I think tomorrow the World Cup squad might be announced. It's 20, tomorrow. I think okay. it's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four man Australian World Cup squad. Do you think most of the positions have been nailed down? Do you see any surprises? Yeah, I do. I. I I see Damien Cook being left behind, and who would have thought of that at the start of the year? He's been a regular as the Australian number nine in recent times, but uh, the information I'm getting is that Ben Hunt and Harry Grant will be taken as the uh, as the uh, as the two number nines. They don't want to take three. Um, no South Damien Cook or even Happy Coruscant, who has put his hand up to play for Australia first. If he doesn't get the Australian side, he's happy to uh, go over and play for uh, Fiji. Uh, in in the World Cup, there's um, the Australian side is not going to be at full strength because a lot of the players have uh, elected to uh, uh, to play for their uh, for their respective countries of uh, of their uh, of mm. their parents and their grandparents in Samoa and Tonga and um, and New Zealand. So the Australian side will not be um, as strong as it could be. Um, it's a, a big question mark about. Mal Meninga, what has he done to get around and ask the players do they want to play in the green and gold over the last 12 months? He's been out of sight, out of mind. Been a cushy job in the last 12 months. It's going to be hot in the kitchen for Big Mal uh, once he gets over to England. And indeed, the New Zealand, the bulk of the New Zealand side, the bulk of the Samoan side have already left for uh, for England and will be bunkered down and have um, some sessions well before the grand final players get over there um, with the uh, with the Australian side, so mm. Australia starting behind the eight ball <coughs> in what will be a very tough series for them to uh, to win. Yep, World Cup. All right, so let's get serious now. We want to have a bet this afternoon. Well, two grand finals, or well, well, actually three grand finals. You're going to have a bet in the Penrith North Devils game, which starts the, this afternoon's proceedings. Yeah, well, that starts at one o'clock. Yep, and and I can't go past Penrith. Okay. They're uh, uh, they're an outstanding side. I saw Brisbane. Norse win their uh, grand final last week, and they're a very competent side. But uh, I don't think they'll beat Penrith. I think Penrith will uh, start the day and give their uh, their army of supporters that get there early, and there will be plenty of them. Um, then that's, that game starts at one o'clock. Yep. They're a dollar thirty head to head. The dollar thirty head to head. Sorry, Zorb. They're a dollar thirty in the head to head. Three fifty Norse Devils. Then it's the NRLW. Newcastle are a dollar thirty six against the Parramatta Eels. Three twenty. The line there is seven and a half. Zorb. Well, this will be a heck of a game. Parramatta have uh, really stormed home uh, to grab a spot in the uh, in the grand final, and um, they'll test Newcastle. But Newcastle have got two of the. They've got the best forward in uh, in women's rugby league in Millie Boyle, and um, in Upton, the fullback, um, she is a special player, and she will set a core alight with her brilliant speed from the back of um, this Newcastle side today, and and they've become the pride of Newcastle this mm. women's side 
Yeah, they shelled out plenty to get up to then boil there. But well done to them because they've attracted other players and um, and they've got a really good balanced side. They'll start favourites and I think they'll win 13 plus. Fair enough. And then the big one saw Penrith versus Parramatta head to head. The Panthers are a dollar thirty-seven. The Eels are three fifteen. The line saw was eight and a half. I think it'll be close for <clears throat> sixty minutes, and I think then the Penrith will uh, uh, will grab their second premiership in a row and and deny the Eels again. Um, I, I look Parramatta will give it a great crack, but I, I just get the feeling that this occasion is going to swallow them up. Um, I, I've seen it before with Parramatta um, and I know it's a long time ago and it's a different era, different players, different coach, different time, different game. But grand finals, it's all about pressure and who handles the pressure. Um, I, I just see the the likes of uh, Luai and Cleary just loving the big occasion today. Um, they have some weaknesses in their uh, in their back line as well. I'm not convinced that Charlie Staines is um, is uh, is up to what he's going to experience today. Um, Parramatta, uh, their back line has got some question marks, but they've got their inspiring skipper at fullback in Clinton Gutherson. Um, Sevo is a is a weapon. Uh, Dylan Brown, if he's allowed to play his own game, can be um, can be something special too. Great game. Mm. Um, going for Penrith to win, uh, but I'd be excited uh, uh, for the Parramatta Club if they could uh, they could get this. What about Mike Osivo? Mike Osivo making a, a grand final. The story of him going um, as a young player, the Gunda guy, um, and playing there before making it uh, back into, or making it into Sydney, actually at Penrith at one stage. Um, his story is a wonderful one. Um, there'll be people in um, in Fiji watching the grand grand final, cheering him on today, and uh, that would be a uh, a wonderful fairy tale if he can grab a premiership ring. It's going to be a fascinating contest. There's so many stories to come out of tonight's game. Hey, Sorb, enjoy it, and we'll discuss what happens in tonight's grand final next Sunday. Can't wait, boys. Enjoy the day.